Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Something Podcast. And there it is. Sutton United have the GM Vauxhall Conference and put down first division Coventry City. Winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. You like the Sun United. Sutton United the National League are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and we're in association with Lucky Star Gene as always. Um, today, we're going to have another little peek behind the Amber Curtain, and we have a very special guest with Ben House. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on and giving up your time. Um, we're going to find out all about you um, and your role at the club, which is going to be great because um, I think there's a, a fairly wide range of opinions and assumptions already. Um, and uh, it's been hailed as some as the uh, man who's going to turn Gander Green Lane into uh, flats and others as the rich American who's going to bankroll us to the Champions League within five years. I suspect that um, it's going to lie somewhere in the middle, <laughs> very sudden, very dull, but somewhere in the middle of those two extremes. Um, don't forget to engage with the podcast uh the likes shares retweets and everything's really really important um you beat other Sutton united fans you help me reach other Sutton united fans um thanks to everyone who's doing it what i'm saying basically guys is validate me love me come on get, get them in there um but ben uh it's really nice to to kind of for people like me just who turn up at the ground watch the game go home to kind of see all the bits that go on behind the club. And I, this is one of the things I really enjoy uh, doing and finding out a bit more because I'm quite nosy, really. Um, so 
to get us started, um, I had sort of six or seven starting points to, to guide it. Yeah. So it's all going to be a bit of a jumble. Um, so um, I think the best place to really to start is to clear up some of those uh, uh, misconceptions and, and uh, mystery and tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us your intro and the role uh, at the club. Sure. Um, well, uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think either of those things, I don't even know if it's in between two, uh, two untruths, but um, gosh, uh, it, it's, it's been a long journey. Um, you know, really, uh, my role at the club is director, and, and I take that very seriously. Um, uh, have made some um, investment, but that's really more to align. Uh, I, I think with with the club, and it's 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 one thing to give uh, advice, opinions, and, and work. It's another thing to have something at stake, and so it was super important uh, for me for us to do that, just so that um, you know we're more or less putting putting some money where our mouth is. Um, yeah, my my role at the club, I'm I'm still figuring out. I think you know. At the end of the day, a football club is 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 a small business, and so um, having started uh, my own business in my twenties and, and having run one for for fifteen years now with one hundred ten employees, it's actually quite similar to to a football club. And so, really, the the role that I see myself in right now is using all that experience of running a business in the states. Um, I, I run a commercial real estate firm. Which is not a you know uh, footballers and, and commercial real estate brokers are actually quite similar, um, and uh, you know using some of that that knowledge and acumen to to basically enhance you know the wonderful club that is Sutton United. Excellent, excellent. Um, well, I'm sure I'm sure you, you you're aware of social media and how we kind of rely on clickbait and cheap shots yeah. and everything to to get the engagement. Um, so here, here it goes. Let's go on a divisive subject: soccer or football? Football. <laughs> so um, obviously, from the states, football isn't a, to a top in your face um, as you were growing up. It is a bit more now, but not in your face. But so, how did you kind of start enjoying football and 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 getting yeah. into football? Well, I, I brought a picture. Okay. Yeah, so that. That's me. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're, <laughs> you can't you can't see it, but that's that's me. Or your unfortunately, your listeners can't see. Um, oh, it's on YouTube. Yeah. They'll see. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, really? yeah. yeah. All right. Well, then. Beautiful. Yeah. Look at that beautiful hair. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I know the feeling. Don't worry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I think you know uh, our our founding fathers. Uh, we drink coffee instead of tea. We turn rugby into American football. It's not cricket; it's baseball, and uh, you know, th th there's there's a lot of things like that. Um, but no, it's definitely football. Um, it was invented in England. That's that's the the true birthplace and, and home place of football, and, and part of the reason um, why I'm involved with Sutton is because that's that's where it is. Like London is the epicenter for football around the entire globe there's an energy in the city and just the people and the transactions and it's just incredible and there's nowhere else to to do that 
Um, you know, I, I think if you want to be in movies, you got to go to Hollywood in LA. And if you want to do finance and, 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 and stock, that's probably New York. And so if you want anything uh, related to football, London is the place. Perfect. I mean, my brother was actually in New York um, a couple of weeks. He's, he's not a football fan at all. Um, and he was in New York and on one of the tours, they were very proudly telling them about the, 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 the two football teams they've got. It's a choice of two teams. And he was like, oh, how cute. I could name nine teams and I don't like football. <laughs> so because <laughs> so, I was like, like, I was like, oh, did you get to go to one of the games? Because they're all very big events but i never really considered that idea that oh actually they're big massive events because there's, there's limited choice um yeah. but i mean I, I i saw the picture and and you mentioned you 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 play as well or still play or yeah still play wednesday nights i'm in a 7v7 league it's open so all age groups um i'm 41 and uh, you know, part of the reason I shave everything is so they can't see the gray hair. Uh, and I don't get taken advantage of. Uh, I play on, on the left side because I have no left foot and I shoot with my right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I struggle out there like everybody else. <laughs> well, I, I say it's a choice. I mean, a yeah. limited choice, a limited choice is still a choice. Um, so that's where I go. Um, and I played on the in the fan game. I use it too loosely. I played on the left. Because I basically said, "Well, I'm equally rubbish everywhere, so put me, <laughs> put me where people expect me to be rubbish." Um, there's obviously been a, a massive uh, sort of interest in football in, in in America, partly a lot driven by the Wrexham documentary, um, and a lot of that was the main focus of promotion. Uh, so, do you kind of? Because one thing that's really I'd say, confused us over here is there is no kind of pyramid structure um, where you could get promoted and, and relegated. And it's that jeopardy of if you're rubbish, you, you go down. Um, so do you think it will ever change um, that with that, that kind of excitement it brings? Does, is there a sort of a swell of people going, actually, this is quite good? Yeah. Um, well, first on the Wrexham thing, um, we, we were... Um, looking at, at clubs bef way before that. And so when the Wrexham documentary came out, I was actually really saddened uh, because I, I thought that, that uh, people uh, would, would think that this had anything to do with it and it, it does not. And if anything, it, it makes things way more difficult uh, to run a football club just with the, the arms race of money and, and fighting mm -hmm. for players and weekly wages and the like. So it's, that's been, <laughs> let's say that's been detrimental uh, just in general. Um, so I'm, I'm not a fan uh, of any of that. <laughs> and I hope we kill them on uh, February 13th, by the way. Um, <clears throat> which we could, we could do some fun there and, and put fun at Ryan Reynolds. That's a, that's a different, different podcast. <laughs> um, I, you know, in, in talking to MLS, um, there's zero desire for any type of promotion relegation uh, system there. Um, it's a closed end uh you know elite billionaires club in the u.s no matter what the professional sport there's a separate league called the usl that uh is trying to create a promotion relegation it's very difficult in the shadow of mls because that is the top tier so you almost have like two totally separate leagues in competition with 
very little collaboration and the very little collaboration is the us open cup and uh mls came out and said yeah we're not going to play our first teams in the us open cup <laughs> and soccer had to basically intervene and say yes you will and you know we'll see what happens but it will probably be the um you know the, the non-starters in it and so uh, the the us is it, it's quite opposite you know i, I think uh Americans like to think of themselves as capitalist and freedom and all these other things. And our, our sports systems are very, very close ended. But in being close ended, it allows for just gigantic investment because there's no possibility of relegation. Mm -hmm. And then with all that investment in the U.S. clubs, a lot of things have been pushed and discovered and enhanced. And so you can take some of those things. Uh, like the positives and, 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 and use those as case studies for, for other clubs around the world. Yeah, no, I, I have seen various things that they've tried that hasn't taken off, but then when they stick with it, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, it, 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 it does work after a little while. And then, um, as you say, we can steal all those good ideas and, and get them moving. Yeah. Um, That's part of my job is to bring <laughs> a lot of those good ideas and, you know, have, have have everybody kind of discuss them and say that's a stupid one, that's a good one, that one needs some work. I hate that one. And <laughs> um, so that that leads kind of onto where I was going to go with them. Um, so, whilst your um, desire um, may be different, your your skill set is probably uh, you would say off the pitch um, rather than on the yeah. pitch. Yes, um, so <laughs> let's kind of uh, focus on, on your background to kind of to, to get where you are. I mean, you've given us a little bit of a, a taste there, but um, yeah. what's kind of your journey um, before joining Sutton United and what kind of experiences and skills do you think you've, you've got bringing to the table? I'm not asking you to justify yourself. I'm just interested yeah. to know what, what, what it is yeah. you're, you're hoping to do. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh... I, I will not be qualified uh, to a lot of your listeners, but uh, I, the short story, I, I grew up in California. I was born in the Bay Area, uh, like San Francisco Bay Area, um, wanted a, a different experience than that. And so uh, I went to university in Dallas, Texas, which is the opposite uh, of that. Um, started at a commercial real estate firm straight out of college. So I graduated over the weekend started at the company um the following monday and have been at the company ever since um at age 26 they said we think you're really great to be a partner um but if, if we're going to make you a partner you have to go pick a new city and so um i moved from dallas to atlanta and so i'm currently in atlanta uh that was exactly 15 years ago i was 26 and i had a 22 year old intern going into a, a highly competitive commercial real estate uh, world in Atlanta in 2009, which was the worst, probably the worst year for commercial real estate in Atlanta's history and started from scratch. Didn't have any clients, didn't have one book of business, nothing. And it was just a desk and one individual. And so over 15 years, I've grown that from one person to 110 people. Um, and in doing so, there's just so many things you you can learn that are illogical and you have to, you just have to experience as a small business owner. And so I think through that, um, that, that, uh, that, that really helps with like the organization processes, what works, what doesn't hiring, 
um, driving revenue or turnover and, 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 and just how to, how to run an organization like that. Uh, over the last few years, been involved with the Atlanta Braves, which is a giant baseball team. Their commercial real estate and property around the stadium is, is heralded as one of the best projects in, in uh, the world. So uh, you know, I've had some uh, exposure to that. Uh, we built apartments near Mercedes-Benz next to Atlanta United, um, which is Atlanta United has, has one of the best attendances worldwide. I think they average over 60,000 people um, for, for MLS, which is fantastic. I, I, I really think it's like top 15, top 20 in the world for attendance. Um, yeah. And so having experienced those organizations and, and seen some of those things, it, ways to drive revenue because really ultimately you have to uh you have to be really good off the pitch to be good on the pitch uh, you know the efl and and what you can spend on on players there's caps right it's 50 percent, and so for us to be a better football club we have to drive revenue so that we can uh get better players and then we can <laughs> produce better results on the pitch and you have to have those two things in unison because you can outperform uh, in either category, but, but really the one to focus on is, is, is off the pitch because ultimately you can buy results in football as sad as that is. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so in your career sort of so far, what, if, if someone's saying to you, just having a chit chat and you, you going, do you know what? I, I want to make myself sound really good to this person. I want to show them the halo. Um, what's your, What's your best sort of um, achievement? What, what are you most proud of? And not just bringing in most money, but what are you most proud of um, as an achievement? Gosh. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, we've, we've won awards. Uh, like our, our company in Atlanta has won best place to work many years. One, one year we got the number one distinction. Like that's great. Yeah. Yeah. We've won awards for projects that we've done, you know, really in the right way, redevelopment projects. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, to me, like talk is talk is really cheap. I, I, I would say, you know, everybody knows everybody at the club. Uh, I mean, talk to the other board of directors, talk to some of the employees over there. They'll, they'll, they'll tell you if, if I'm full of it or not, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, do you know what? It, it, although you might not think you've answered the question, you have answered the question because a lot of people um, will always focus on the next thing. And um, okay, we've achieved that. Move on. What's next? What's next? What's next? And you you very much kind of just said, oh uh, yeah. Um, uh, and I can say right. You're you're focused on the next project. You'll look back in twenty years time and go, oh, I like that. That was good. Um, so you mentioned you started looking at clubs a while back. Um, yep. uh, investment opportunities. Um, obviously, for us here, we we've got a. A different type of investment <laughs> we're invested with the heart not the not the brain um but so what, what kind of attracted you to Sutton united specifically um what were there any particular aspects of the club or the communities that you kind of went yeah yeah that, that's that's what i like yeah again i don't, I don't want to overstate anything like we're uh, very small we're not the majority yeah uh, this isn't a takeover or anything like this this is just Hey, can you can you put something in to prove that our interests are aligned? Mm -hmm. <laughs> where it is, and so uh, to me, uh, 
it, it's all about the people. I think the, the amazing thing about Sutton is, is uh, it has everything that money can't buy. And really it, it starts with the people and uh, just being welcomed and, and encouraged and embraced um, was, was, was truly what drew me to Sutton. Um, as an outsider, you, you kind of, no way would, would people accept new ideas and, and, and new energy and, and collaboration, but, but in, in all honesty, it's, it's, it's been the people. And so, again, I, like I've, I've talked, talked to people in the club that I've been working with and, and, you know, I, I think they'll, they'll echo that sentiment, but that's, that's truly it. It's irreplaceable. Yeah. I mean, is it, I think I've written this down for somewhere later. It's a, it's a really strange kind of period for the club because you've got the old fans who have been there watching crowds of three, four hundred, um, sort of averaging eight hundred odd, and then suddenly just this huge growth, and now there's three thousand, and it's like, well, yeah, we've got to cater for the old fans, but actually, let's just remember the new fans actually outnumber us old fans a little bit. So um, we've kind of got to um, we've got to move with the times. And we'll talk about the, the sort of revenue thing later on because yeah. again, that that pricks up different ears for different reasons. So I wanted to come back to that. Um, I wanted to talk to you about um, timings um, because your announcement um, came very. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of or just after um, news that we were flagged for having an issue with the uh, tax office. Now, yeah. it was obviously not a big issue because we're Sutton United and it was able to be cleared up within a week. So therefore, it can't have been much more than about 15 quid. Um, but did you kind of think, oh, my God, what have, we, what have we got ourselves into here? Or did you kind of just go, oh, well, that's an unfortunate blip. I mean, I don't want the details of it, by the way. Just, just your thoughts on the timings of it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, that took me by surprise because we've been working together since the summer and was, was focused there, uh, was not in the club at, at, at the time of that. Um, but it was very close to, to <laughs> my onboarding. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that came out of, came out of nowhere. Um, um, we ended up, you know, obviously got it sorted very, very quickly, but, uh, um, yeah, that was, I think we've all have gotten that text or email or phone call where your heart drops. And that, that is exactly uh, how I felt. I remember where I was when, when, that, when I found out about that. Yeah. I mean, and I think that whole situation 
obviously with the benefit of hindsight and oh now rational thought i can see that's just unfortunate timing but it was um we've we're under a transfer embargo which didn't mean anything because we couldn't transfer players anyway um right. and then there's a tax problem oh there's new investors oh the tax problem's gone away they've obviously invested loads of money and that's it <laughs> so that, that's where a lot of the assumptions have, have jumped on um so yeah. then kind of less than two months into the role it was made <laughs> to relieve matt from his duties um I don't know how much you're kind of aware on social media, um, but there's a fairly healthy number of people that apportion blame slash credit um, to the American investors. Now, obviously, you've already cleared up this investment thing, um, but what was your kind of view, involvement, timeline of events? If, if I, I don't want exact specifics, but um, again, what, what, how involved was the whole board on this or was it a smaller decision? Don't want names, please don't say names. Yeah, no, I can't. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I really want to, uh, yeah, it, it, I think that's a difficult time because of the transition and, and kind of moving as a bigger club competing in, in League Two, League One, and, and all these ambitions. Um, ultimately, it's a, it's a board vote is, is how, how it happens. Mm-hmm. And Again, how involved were you in the process of selecting a new manager? Um, or again, is that just a, a general chit-chat? Yeah. This, these are the names. Um, no, um, heavily involved um, and, and, and tried to do a process. It's, it, it's interesting. Uh, so, um, I, I mean, I have a social media account, but generally I'm, I'm not on social media that... You know, some of the things I saw is like, what's taking so long? How come they don't have anybody? Um, uh, and kind of the realization for me is that if you're going to do it truly right and honest and and honor your your previous um, coach and manager, it, it actually takes quite a bit of process. So um, once it was known that we we're in the market, um, we collected maybe 30 to 40 CVs. Mm-hmm. you know, which speaks volume of the club that that 30 to 40 individuals are like, I, that's a good club that I want to be a part of and, and, and I want to attach my career to. So we got 30 to 40 CVs. Um, and then we had sporting people uh, more or less come up with a short list. And then, mm-hmm. and then we went from there. Um, you know, I think the sporting people coming up with the short list is really great. So then you don't have Americans choosing who the candidate <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's there's people with long history with the club and there's uh, agents and personalities. And, you know, as everybody always says, football is full of opinions. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of opinions. And I think we, we took all that out of it and, and really had the sporting people focus on who's truly, really good at their craft. Mm-hmm. And then once that short list was there, that's that's where what we went from. But to do multiple rounds of interviews, negotiations, sifting through all that takes a lot of time, especially over over Christmas. And so, kind of the realization is if if anybody hires a manager shortly after sacking another one, that means they had that person lined up and were working behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I think we can on you know truly take an oath and say <laughs> we 
the process right and and we ran as fast as we could but it you know took over over two weeks yeah no i mean it's one of the clubs that people were jumping up and down saying had appointed someone already um colchester they're, they're on their third manager of this season so right. it's like well they've they, they've got a process they they know what they're doing we haven't sacked the manager and as far as we could work out maybe 70 years so we we have right. a slightly slower process to to do this um so um, I'm not saying we did sack anyone 70 years ago, but that's how far back we, anyone could remember. Um, yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's it's um, it, it was right, but yeah, I can I, I do get fo- football fans essentially are, are just panic merchants. As I say, this this single piece of news will be taken dramatically one way or dramatically another way, and when we find the answer is a very boring answer in the middle, it's like oh okay, I shouldn't panic, yeah. but we do. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we, we went as fast as humanly possible doing it the right way, running a true open process uh, based upon merit. And, and that, that took uh, a lot of time. It was really helpful that, that Jason did such a good job mm-hmm. with the team. And, uh, you know, I think they, they played great. Uh, I was at the Plymouth match. Mm-hmm. Flew from Atlanta to Heathrow, landed at Heathrow, had a couple meetings, jumped in a car for four hours, drove to Plymouth. I <laughs> uh, saw that game Saturday, which you know I thought for 70 minutes they really looked fantastic against yeah. a very difficult side um, away. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, got back in at you know, 11 midnight like everybody else. <laughs> um, so the couple thing I'm going to come back on is um, – the, the, when you mentioned a revenue now um to the older Sutton fans that means oh we're gonna have to find another way of putting our hands in our pockets because generally revenue meant we need a, an, an, another a, a way of getting money from the same people but you're you're not about that so you're already shaking your head as i'm forming the question you're not about that so um talk us again with the context of you don't need to give specifics if they're not relevant or, or appropriate at the moment. Um, what kind of things are we talking about revenue wise? Um, so, it, 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 I mean, there's a lot of things. Um, generally speaking, there's capacity at, at Gander Green. Like we don't, we don't need to build a bigger facility. We, we have tickets to sell every match and, and we're not sold out every match. Um, so again, it's not the existing fan base and trying to, to extract uh, more pounds from them, but attracting new people. Um, I think the thing that we go back to as a club is there was 15,000 people at Wembley. And so figuring out how, how, to, how to welcome them back to, to the club, I think, is, is really important. And, and we, we need to look inward on that and, and try to create a desirable offering to attract people um and and people close by um kind of the great thing about sutton is it's in london but it's also a little bit of an island it's kind of difficult to get around (laughs) Um, especially by car and and um you know there there is a a lot of population within call it a a five mile radius of the club and so figuring out a way to to welcome and, and bring in new people i think if we just do that that, that that's a wonderful solution and you have a, a, a you know a really competitive club um, against its peers in league two um, so that's that's one way um, you know, s- sponsorship and and uh, events and um, hospitality 
we, we can grow there. And, and again, it's not taking more from the existing, it's, it's, it's trying to attract new uh, in all three of those categories. Um, we're even doing some things that are, call it detrimental to uh, uh, revenue. And, and we're trying to work out a partnership with the Royal Marsden. Um, I lost my dad to cancer. November, I have a best friend whose son uh, just completed and, and won a battle against cancer. I have multiple friends with multiple myeloma. Um, and so, you know, cancer is very much on the heart of me. And I think one of the greatest things going on in Sutton right now is the Royal Marsden. And so um, we had a meeting with them last week and we're trying to do a lot more uh, hospital visits and, and different things to give back to the Marsden, which is doing so much. Uh, is world renowned for for its cancer research. So we're doing some things to enhance revenue and some things to you know, potentially uh, you know give back. And so that's that, that's how we're we're focused. I think you know if if we just uh, do incrementally better, the, the club is mm -hmm. is going to outperform its peers. Yeah, I I I actually work in in a department in the council, and it, it's it still bewilders me that we have this hospital just up the road that's oh, it's just up the road it's fine and then you hear about people coming from all over the world today because I, I i deal with people moving in and out of the borough and it's like they've yeah. moved to sutton to be close to the hospital and it's like it just blows my mind that we've got this facility that most we don't realize i'll be honest we all know it's there but we don't realize the extent of it throughout the world um the the other sort of um thing i was going to mention is you, you mentioned with the atlanta braves the commercial um Real estate. Yep. Um, now, obviously, you've mentioned something's a funny little area, <laughs> um, but what yeah. what what could that look like, and what does that mean? Does that mean that we're, we're like we would buy um, potentially retail properties and and rent them out, or what? what yeah. kind of... um, no. I, I, so, I mean, Gander Green is a great facility on a train stop in london in the borough of Sutton, which is that, that that is an incredible incredible thing in itself um and the land associated with it there there's not like that's that's like further way 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 further down the road uh, ultimately that facility will need to be improved if you want to compete in league one and, and championship right like you it, it's um but that's to me, that's that's not even like a focus right now. We're just trying to get off from the bottom of the table, <laughs> and you know, we're we're living match to match, and and you know, there's no like there's no near term ambition to to yeah. get the cranes out and start building <laughs> a brand new facility. Like there's yeah, we, we would have to pay for that ourselves, and we're again we're just we're just focused on. Yeah. On, on what's at hand right now and, and that's not not why we're that's that's not there well on that i mean i'm i'm presuming it's been mentioned and discussed at board level that obviously any of these building works will leave my spot on the on the curve just intact and won't touch it and Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah 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 good 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 yeah <laughs> uh, the, the boom boom room has to stay for eternity <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but so Looking at you, um, you mentioned the kind of pie in the sky, and I'm going to come back to that. Um, but what is the um, 
what can we kind of expect from to see in the short term, long term? I mean, what what are some what are some quick wins? You 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 mentioned there's already a few things you, you you've started, um, but what are some sort of quick wins that we're going to see and go? Oh, okay, that, that makes sense. Oh, gosh, um, uh, you know, honestly, we're, we're we're really focused, and there's a lot of really bright minds focused on on quick wins on the pitch. Really, is is the, the focus right now um yeah uh yeah there's there's a lot of ambition to to again to to help drive the the game day experience and and make small improvements but i mean i would not look for anything more than paint and cleanup and, and <laughs> different things like that maybe some yeah. promotions um i'm not trying to to lower expectations but <laughs> um, everybody at the club is is just keenly focused on staying in League Two right now, and, and yeah. that is where a lot of the effort is 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 focused. And um, you know, I'd say some of the commercial side of things are a little bit more of a um, issue for tomorrow. Um, and, and right now, it's just what, what happens on Saturday. Yeah, future bins problems. It's not not <laughs> current bins problems. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're all like. Yeah, we're all working. I can send, you know, t I can show you tons of email, <laughs> like just this day on, you know, uh, uh, Barrow initiatives and, 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 you know, what we're doing there and, and trying to make things better every single, every single match. It's just, it's, um, you know, we're, we're, we're really focused on um, trying to have a great team out there. Yeah, it's, it's, um... The phrase I use at work is, is manage expectations, not lower them, manage them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's let's dial this back a little bit, guys. I think one of the the, the issues um that as someone new coming in to any organization will always face is people go, Oh, we we can't do that, or we tried that. 10 years ago or or something like that so that, that that's one of the things of um, i'm not just talking about specifically at Sutton. is the culture yeah. is always well it doesn't matter we tried it 10 years ago it didn't work 10 years ago but 10 years ago a lot of those people that didn't, didn't work for a dead let's let's move on to the, the new people um but if we could remove any objections money legislation um people what would be your kind of dream ambition project for Sutton united so this isn't anything that's going to happen this is where you're going, do you know what? If everything panned out beautifully and slotted into place, this is what something would look like in 10, 20 years. Oh, man. Um, uh, you know, it's difficult to dream uh, on a live stream. <laughs> but I, honestly, everybody's been really supportive. And, and uh, I, I think it would surprise everyone with, how open people are inside the club to new ideas and, 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 and trying to do everything. It's, it's more of a collaboration. I think um, I'm giving you a mealy mouthed answer. Like, uh, uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. Um, you, you weren't prepped on the question. So you're getting these questions fired at you. So. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Uh, <laughs> um, I, look, I, I, I think, really that I, I enjoyed Plymouth and part of the reason why I traveled, what is it, 14 hours 
to go to the Plymouth match was because I think they're a really good example of a, a, a sustainable club. And Simon Hallett is on a lot of podcasts, and I encourage everybody to, to listen uh, to it. There's a, a great podcast, I think it's the Business of Football, where, where Simon Hallett, the majority owner and chairman of Plymouth, talks about uh, what happened there. Because it's it kind of a similar thing. He came in when I think they were bottom of League Two at the time and then has has gradually worked them up to championship and they have a wonderful facility. And um, you, you were there, right? Yeah. In Plymouth, no. I, I, I rarely leave the M25. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Uh, Sutton was well represented, yeah. really, really loud. Um, I mean, they let us bring in drums, which, uh, which was nice. <laughs> Um, and I think for those who made the trip out there, that, that is the ambition. I think that is the high watermark for, for what this club could be within, within call it near term reality. Um, so, um, I don't want to say the dream is Plymouth, but there's, there's definitely a lot of things like that club, um, breaking even being sustainable, having wonderful facilities. Uh, playing in the championship like that is an incredible ambition. Um, and, and I think it's a good listen um, for, for some of your listeners as well. Yeah, I mean, like, there's definitely things that, um, I mean, it's not stealing ideas, it's good practice. That's the word I was looking for. Is um, like when we went to Appleton Stanley, um, a load of the fans came back and was like, wow, that was the best fan experience we've had. And there were a few ideas that came back straight away going, well, We've got the bar, the door from the bar to the ground. We just need someone standing there with a scanner, and yeah. that's really easy to implement. And it was it, it was put in, I think, a week or so later, and it was like, yep, that's one idea we can take and do yeah. straight away and run with it. So yeah, people do do kind of look around all the time and see the ideas. Some of them are easier to put into place than others. Um, but yeah, you've mentioned the, the Plymouth match. Um, I know there's at least one other game you came to at, at Gander Green Lane, but how many games kind of have you um, attended um, so far? Uh, I'll get chastised, but uh, two matches this year. No, that's fine. We lost them both, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Uh, I was at the Crawley Cup. We won in PKs. Oh, oh, okay. God, that was a midweek match as well against Crawley. Wow. You, you must have been keen. <laughs> I, um, I, I want to come as much as possible. Um, and... and uh, uh, yeah, so it's yeah. it's um, it's it's fantastic. Um, I, I absolutely <laughs> adore coming and seeing and, and being involved, and you know, it's it's it really is a blessing and an opportunity. Yeah, well, um, I know there's um, sort of a, a group of, of fans in, in Texas, the Lucky Star Gym guys, who um, also, also listen to. Do do you watch on um, iFollow as well, or do you kind of catch I up do. afterwards? Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I have. I pay. I pay for an iFollow subscription. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a little word of them. <laughs> but um, we're going to kind of uh, start wrapping up because um, I've had lots of your time. But what kind of message would you like to for the Sutton fans to sort of take away um, from this for for your role? And you've mentioned it a couple of times, impacting their experience. I mean, as I mentioned, this is where I've said it. We're an odd mix. We've got 
old fans who just will rock up no matter what the weather or no matter what's going on um not overly interested in halftime entertainment and stuff and then new people go come on entertain us do something um i'm i'm just i'm i'm grateful for for the opportunity to be a, a part of the club and um I feel welcomed by those within it. And, and um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really my message. I'm, I'm trying uh, as hard as I can to help lift up the club. Um, I, I think, um, you know, the, the, those from inside the club will, will um, attest to uh, a lot of effort and, and drive to, to do that. Um, so I, yeah, I, um, thank you. I, I guess is, is what I would say. Oh, beautiful. Um, before I wrap up, what, what color is that top you're wearing? Uh, I just, that... It was the closest thing to amber. Yeah, then... yeah beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and it's the one time I'm not wearing chocolate and amber as well. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful effort. Thank you very much. Um, we're going to wrap up this episode of Sutton Podcast. Um, as always, appreciate your attention, everyone. I have I remember to get the attention cup out. Um, and um, follow, like, share, give your feedback on, on social media, on all the episodes. Don't forget to subscribe and um, review. Please remember those likes um, on, on while you're at it. And next time, we always thank you our, uh, to our guests, Ben, and thank you to Lucky Star Gen, our sponsors. Um, this is the last recording of my 40s. Um, some people have seemed shocked, equally shocked that I'm this young and this old. Um, I'm sure the people who are shocked that I'm this old, but hey, whatever, I'll take it. Um, I'll we'll see a load of you on Saturday, and we will be back on Sunday with Sarah and Claire. Get those questions sent in. Don't get too many questions for Claire. Save some for the fans forum, which is on the 24th. I'm fairly confident it's the 24th, um, but we will definitely talk about that on Sunday as well. Um, take care, and we will catch up soon. Thank you very much, Ben. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. United! United! Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.